Guys, these people that are elected politicians. Dangerous. Dangerous. Elected politicians, elected figureheads, they are just as fucking stupid as you are. They just sound better with a mic in their hand. Dangerous. Dangerous. That goes for me too. Ah. Yeah. Heart just turned purple. 360 up front, it all comes full circle. Class photograph, Sandy had me on my Urkel. Patty Mahomes bout to fall short a couple hundred Sign sealed delivered, I fucked the notary public She witnessed me sign off on some undeniable numbers Yeah, make a set sale in Croatia to get the leverage Groundskeepers cutting the grass and clipping the hedges I took two mil out the cage down in the desert Matthew Maddox calling the pit boss, double checking Alright, welcome back knuckleheads We are starting at the time we said we'd be ending so you know what we're still ourselves that's how life goes sometimes man yeah but even with both of you being <clears throat> late as a motherfucker i just want to say i appreciate y'all all the work y'all been putting in on this podcast for real i thought about it today hey i was like we've been working love to see it. but as well as we've love been doing we just do so much more so we got to ramp it up a level you know that's your pat on the back now we gotta do more always so, how it goes yeah but nah we gotta take this shit to the next level now so all three of us. Get better to get to the best. That's how it goes. <laughs> the best. But you never really achieved that, I feel. Who says that? The best in terms of uh, your personal, like, I want more type thing. I feel like real competitors. Well, your best keeps getting pushed back the better you do. So you're always, you're always doing more. Oh, you don't think your best is set? No, your best always changes. Uh, it is a Wednesday night. It was 57 degrees today. I definitely just looked crazy. And it, it felt like summer. <laughs> Reading that uh, that DM on my phone. Oh, you got a DM? What yeah, hold on. No, it's it's not shareable. Give us a hint. <laughs> it's not a if you if you know why I can't say it, then you know what it's about. You don't about. gotta say who it's from. Just tell us what they said. Give us a hint, a gist, a summary. Uh, it involved Hennessy. Um, and the time of day was nighttime. That's it? That's all you're going to give us? I'm keeping it PG, man. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> give the people something, man. We did not come here for PG entertainment. Give the people something. Give the people something. Yeah, what the hell is that? What are we, fucking 13? Look, if you're 13 listening nah. to this or watching this, turn it off. It's not for you. Yeah, no. That's all you're getting, man. It's, it's just not. I can't give another. I can't give any more than that. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Why not? Just give us a hint. <sighs> give us a I hint. I gave you... Well, okay, okay, tell me... Or sexual things suggested. <laughs> like, give us a hint. What's the gist here? Right now, it sounds like someone invited you to go out drinking at a certain time of the day. That's what it sounds like to me. Really? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. When you hear Henny, you think, like, they're just going to sip Henny? Seen it. Heard it. Watched it. Done it. But I'm saying, like, okay, I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But I said nighttime. And I feel like, I feel like Henny in the nighttime is used for different purposes. Is used. I don't know if it's a male. I don't know what's going on here. I'm just asking what's going on. A female is involved. Okay, she wants to go out drinking with you at nighttime, okay? Is that all? Is that, is that why you can't tell us this? It's just, this is underwhelming. Here we go. 
Um, you keep going on. I wanted to end it. I wanted to end it because I was always only gonna be underwhelming. But I baited you, and here we are. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a Wednesday. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, folks. Are you? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm running. You know how people say they're running on fumes? I'm past that. I don't even know what this is. Oh I'm like God. a zombie. I can't even feel bad for you because you wake up at like 8. <laughs> no, I do not. What time do you wake up? Oh, now. Now you don't. Now you don't. Wait, <laughs> now it's more. a crisp 515. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Stop doing this to yourself. Nigga. I'm talking about showing up late to record, dick. <laughs> oh, bro, that's literally because I just be moving slow sometimes, Make bro. Make an adjustment. Just moving slow sometimes. Make, you're literally beating yourself to death right now. You're running your body into the ground. Oh, 100%. 100%. I gotta take a break. Gotta take a break. But I'm saying, this is just this is just where I'm at right now, man. A nigga beat. I gotta make different meats. And you just cut up a whole bunch of vegetables. And you could literally make, like, a good amount of potatoes. Yeah. Like, literally quick boil for, like, five to eight minutes, depending. Mm-hmm. Put those shits in the oven. Put some olive oil, salt, pepper, whatever, whatever, bro, and let them bitches bake. 15, 20 minutes. It's over. But, uh, these are the, uh, these are the days after the, I ate like a king. You know, those days are behind me. Yo, I remember, uh, me and Rob was staying at your crib for that week. Swole, boy. That was never, ever. They made some of the best food that week. They made some of the best food that week. I was just like, what is this? I've never had this. What is this? Yeah, and it was showing out, huh? (laughs) Shout out to Ali family. Shout out to Popka. (laughs) Shout out to Popka, man. APK. That shit is is different. I was not worrying about food. Now it's like, you don't cook, nigga, you don't eat. Like, you go buy shit. Of course, but it's like, do you really want to just survive all fucking ramen noodles for the rest of your life? Like, you come know, on. I mean, you're not eating ramen noodles. but you I'm know just I'm... saying, somebody who just be like, all right, Velveeta and ramen noodles. For our purposes, we're not eating that. Uh, that. Maybe somebody else is. I'm not. I had ramen noodles. Ramen noodles were cool for the first semester of college, and after that, I was I was saying to myself, yeah, I don't want to eat these anymore. This is This is not getting the job done for the boy. No. At all. You no. know? So crazy high in sodium too. Okay, but I'm just saying. Thank you. Something we gotta thank think you. about. Something we gotta think Watch about. Watch your sodium. You know, something we gotta think about now. <laughs> Someone's gotta think about it. Someone's gotta think about Someone's it. Someone's gotta think about it. <laughs> I had a ton of salty shit today. Some s- your be- sodium's high, boy. Nah, I'm good. I drink, drink some water. water and I drink some out. water. I worked out crazy today. Yeah, sweat but- a lot today. It was hot today. I feel like my body can like in the gym. It's like sensing it's hot, so it's just sweating. Yo, once uh once it gets hot again, I'm definitely going to uh, skip the gym a couple days, throw a hoodie on, and just run to the park, and then just hit the bars. Yeah, that's money. Not gonna front. Yeah, bar workout. Nah, you run if you run to the park and then you hit the bars for a solid half an hour. I can't do an hour personally. I've never been to jail, and I I work fast in my workouts, so there's not long rest periods. It's 30 minutes, 30 seconds, and then set two Here starts. we go. Yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no rest like that. I'm trying to, you know, I guess you You at do. the bars. I feel like that's the point of that. I know, but yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Because then you run back after, and once you get back, it's like, 
damn, that was nice. Yeah. Quick, that's... 45, 50 minutes. Facts. And part of that is some serious cardio. Yo, I was, uh, who was that? I was reading a blog, and this guy was saying that one of the hacks he did was he joined the gym closest to his, uh, to his house. And he said it wasn't as nice as the other gym he went to, but it was better because he would always run or walk unless it was raining. Oh, okay. That's nice. That's the dream. So his warm-up was always, he was always done with his warm-up by the time he got there. That's the dream. That would be fire. Like I said, it's, uh, you're running before and after a workout. I feel like heart rate stays up. Calories are burned at a very fast rate. And it's fucking good for the soul. Like, after a, a fucking nice-ass run in the summer, yeah. when you're fucking drenched, like, and you, like, finally get get back home and you get to stop, you're just like, fuck, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm alive. This is what I needed. <sighs> Bro, never a better feeling, honestly. Those moments where I feel like, yeah, I'm here. I'm raw right now. You know? Feeling everything. No, that was peak, uh, that was peak quarantine. <sighs> When everyone, Beautiful. everyone was just tired of being inside, they were getting stir crazy, and it was getting to the point where everyone was just saying to themselves, yeah, I gotta go out and get active, or I'm gonna lose my mind. Facts. Because Facts. When it was cold during quarantine, I and they had fenced off all the bars in the parks, because they literally were making it so that no one could do anything. They put yeah. fences around everything so you couldn't use the equipment. That's crazy. I was just doing... They did it at every park. I don't really I was just doing... Like I was just doing crazy calisthenics in the crib. I was going nuts. I want. I was. I was saying to myself, "This is insane." At home workouts made running. a fucking boom, bro. Those uh, those uh, Bowflex dumbbells, the adjustable ones. Yeah. Those things were like, fucking like yeah, those like were gold. three four hundred dollars. Those were gold. Are you kidding me? Nah, those were going for chicken. But I mean, it was like it was worth it. I, I mean, feel. at that time, because you didn't know when you were gonna get to go back in the. Gym. I just feel like this is true, because, like that's true. You definitely didn't know, but like at the same time, you knew quarantine was probably lasting you another two to three months at least. We just didn't right? know. When, we just didn't know when. So I feel like up. that's what it was. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like, off rip, the dumbbells would be put to use. It wasn't like oh. I'm buying this. I'm buying this, and I'm getting it. And I might use it every once in a while. It was like, nope, getting these tomorrow. At home workout start tomorrow. Feel me for the next two fucking months. I'm in it. Nah, think about it. What if gyms didn't open this entire period? <sighs> yeah, think about that. Think about that. Like, imagine if gyms. There was a possibility that gyms stayed closed. A lot of uh, people lot. were going to Connecticut to work out. A lot of people Kinerica. would be out their mind, including Kinerica. myself. <laughs> Yo. Kinerica. Oh, my God. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, Spanish homie. Yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. If y'all know who he is, send this to, uh, send <laughs> this to our DMs. Connecticut. Cool <laughs> Yo. Connecticut. Yo. That's that. Oh, my. I've never said that out loud. That's crazy. Yo, that was so Connecticut. Connecticut. That's literally. Wow. Wow. Yeah, little Spanish homie was going crazy. I was reading Love that. I was reading his story or watching his story. That was hilarious. Oh, that's but nasty. But instead of talking about your baseball career, let's talk that's about nasty. what's going on right now. I know we've been talking about baseball a lot lately. <clears throat> Guess what? It ain't finna stop in baseball season. <laughs> so at some point, yes. you need to realize that a good portion of this podcast is going to involve baseball. 
and you're going to have to either sift through what you want to listen to or skip. And I, I don't worry, we'll make it easy for you to skip the baseball. Oh, it's a good piece. But you have to realize this is going to happen. So I called Sadiq and how he would describe a tizzy <laughs> last night about a young man by the name of Hunter Green. going to read you guys some specs on Mr. Green right now since most of you, if not all of you, have no idea who he is. And look, I get it. Baseball does a terrible job of marketing their players and their game. And truthfully, I just, I don't know. It's going to reach a breaking point with the game itself where they realize that all their fans and people that generate revenue are old and dying and they have failed to connect with the younger generation. But until that happened, that inflection point hits, which is five to ten years from now, they're going to do nothing because the money's rolling in. So, to people that own the teams, figure it out. Hire me and Sadiq. All right? You need us in the broadcast booth. That's what you really need. Because games are fucking long. And we don't need someone telling us about, oh, baseball was better when the game was different. Or we don't need them talking. We need people in the booth that are engaging, that are entertaining. You can keep the camera on them the whole game. And look, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm not going to cut. It's not going to be crazy prices. I just expect to pay for nothing. When I come to work, I expect to have everything out for me. I expect to have lunch or whatever meal that I'll be missing provided. Your choice. I mean, look, I, I'm not too picky. Okay. okay. I kind of like the idea of showing up to work and them having a different lunch that I don't know. Okay. I'll give them foods not to make or bring, but besides that, go crazy. Okay. You that's, know, fair. Oh, that's fair. That's shock fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like, oh, short rib today. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> give you, yeah. Give them a list. Give them a list of shit you don't like. Anything not on this list is fair game. Exactly. Yes. You got to bring people in, man. I got some ideas for the ballpark, too. Yeah, man. Um, working with the Cyclones really opened that up. Working with who? The Cyclones. The uh, Brooklyn Cyclones. Oh, those Cyclones. Okay. Yes, those Cyclones. Not the Iowa Cyclones. No, not the Iowa Cyclones. The who Iowa the... State Cyclones. The Iowa State Cyclones. I didn't know that. But you were in Brooklyn with the Cyclones. I was in Brooklyn with the Cyclones. Okay, Cyclones in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn is the Cyclones. All right. Get on with it. We got... It was just a different uh, a different look on, like, how people responded to, like, the shit you do at baseball games. And have to take into account, it was the minor leagues, and the minor leagues are not built for players in terms of, like, a uh, broadcast standpoint. Like, What do you mean? The minor leagues are, are uh, there for more of the fan base than they are the players. In a way, like mm, I would the minor league the, the, teams the are like. The premise of minor leagues is to develop the players, so that correct. That, no, I no, no. What you, I get correct. What you're saying you just phrased it wrong. The minor leagues are essentially just like a feeding tube to the real spot. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what you're not saying. Okay. So the minor league experience is different than the major league experience because minor league baseball is not popular. If I held a gun to whoever has a headphone in their ear right now listening to this and I said name 10 or no, name 3 minor league baseball players that are playing right now, you would die. You would die a sad and quick death and that's cool. That's fine. But that's why minor league 
uh, what is it, games and stadiums and teams have to go so hard with their promotions. Because think about it. You're in Brooklyn on a Saturday night. Do you really want to go watch a bunch of people you've never heard of play? Maybe not. But then when you see the tickets $5 and you get a hot dog and a beer and then you see that you're next to Coney Island and you can see the amusement rides in the background and someone's going to shoot a t-shirt at you and there's only 50 your boy. other people. Your boy was shooting t-shirts at you. You remember yeah, you the kid, man. You remember the kid? I'm just saying. But even that, even that right there, right? Where are the fans getting that at a, at a major league baseball game? They are, but they have a better they have a better chance of experience everything because it's just a smaller environment. That's what I'm saying, though. So the minor leagues are essentially built for fans. It's not the minor leagues. It's the, it's the minor the league stadiums. Experience. Minor league it's stadiums. Game, no, it's the game experience. You have to specify game experience. The minor league game experience is geared towards the fans. If you did some of the things they do in minor league games. With mid-inning fireworks and certain stuff, some pros would be like, all right, enough. But when you're in the minors, you realize they're doing whatever they can to pack that house for you. So you can understand what it's like to play in a packed stadium, in Yankee Stadium. I think we're saying the same thing no, here. The more I, the more you're, you're I listen to it. You're talking about the minor leagues in general. I'm talking about just the experience. Because the minor leagues itself are not tailored to the fans. It's the minor league game experience. If you be specified, that's what you're not doing. What else could I have possibly been talking about besides like you game specify, experience? Bro, you can't say just minor leagues. How are we gonna How are we gonna go big on a broadcast if you don't specify? No one's gonna be like, "Oh, I know what he means." No, you gotta fucking specify. This is very true. That's if a good you point. Say, That's a good point. That's a good point. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're saying New York baseball team, there's there's a few of those. You, you specify the minor league. I don't think it's game experience though. That's not the word I would use. I would use. It's the minor league. I lost it. I, I just don't it. know why you're trying to change what I said. I We're lost st- it. I understand what you're saying. I'm translating it for you. Now you're trying to say it in a different way for no reason. I feel like game experience isn't the word I would use, but I lost the word Does I want to use. That's not the word you would use. That's what it is. You can, you can rename it at a different time. St- We're still getting to the point. Okay. But yes, so minor league experience, experience, or whatever word you come up with, just meant to be an intimate interaction. For instance, I went to a game in Indiana, uh, the Indianapolis Indians, right? Tickets were $12. Uh, I literally sat on the field for $12. A beer was like 6 bucks. They gave you a souvenir cup. There was people walking around with concessions at all times of anything. I think you could buy alligator on a stick. Wow. Yeah, in between nice. innings, there were races between mascots and just people being brought onto the field to do things. It was just, how can we entertain you and make sure you stay here? Okay, that's, yes. <laughs> the minor league fan experience. The minor league fan in-game experience, Correct. I guess. Yes, that's actually, that's as, that's as specific as I can get. That's why I said do it. Because like it that. sounded weird, but it's as specific as I can get. Yeah, it's tailored more towards that way. 100%. But you know what it is? I don't I don't find going to minor league games more enjoyable than major league games because major league games, major league stadiums have like an ambiance to it. Yeah, you know, like you don't care for free shirts, which is once in a unlike, blue moon, unlike everyone else in, in the United States. I'm saying America. like once in a blue moon I get excited for one because if they don't shoot one in my direction, I'm not getting it. 
And there's a lot of fucking places in a major league park. So at at some point I'm gonna be like, all right, all right, all right. feel just, me? Yeah, like yeah, at yeah. a minor league game, it's like you're either in like one of like seven or eight sections. Feel me? They're big sections, but it's like eight sections. Feel it's, me? Just, it's just so much. It's a better chance. So I'm saying, like I'm saying like major league stadiums. Personally, like I'm not in it for that stuff. That really, that shit really doesn't like hype me up like that anymore. And I'm 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 high key there for the actual game it's like game you're there for the product i'm there for the literal literal product <laughs> okay of major league baseball major yeah. league baseball players you're the guy at the bar where someone tries to talk to you and you just give them a head nod and you bury yourself Facts, in your drink after bro Are i'm not I'm, I'm not here to talk to you yeah that's i like that <laughs> i'm in it at baseball games you feel me i'm in it you know what's the worst those shits are surreal feelings every time i hit a park Every every time it's never failed. I've I've just always been like, wow. Like I, I'm I'm watching this fucking game right now, and it's on a level that's just out like blowing my mind right now. You know you know what it's like. No, actually, I'm There's not gonna say. You know what it's like. I'm gonna say, I I feel the exact same way. It's crazy. I'm just struck with awe when I walk out of the tunnel or walk out of the seating, and you walk out from the concourse of the stadium or the selling you anything they can. At an absurd price, and then you walk out, and you just see a giant expanse. It just opens up, and it's just beautiful. It's just beautifully cut grass in a beautiful pattern. Perfect. And then edged. you got the perfectly manicured dirt, the ooh, diamond in ooh. the middle. It looks fake. You it looks like there's no dirt. It's like solid. It doesn't look real at all. And then you see the pitcher's mound just perfectly this. manicured. This don't even that don't that look like it hasn't moved since the start of the game. What hasn't? That dirt. It's just stayed firmly packed. It's just packed. gorgeous. It's crazy. It's just, there's not many things in my life that are more aesthetically pleasing than a clean cut, perfectly manicured baseball field. With, with, if you're lucky enough, designs on the grass in the outfield. <sighs> Shout out Coach Lasseter, man. Going crazy on the mower. Crazy <laughs> on the mower. Yo. Crazy. Crazy. Shout out the uh, staff at Elm Jack for sometimes cutting the grass before games. St. John's <laughs> Prep, baby. We don't need no fucking frills, man. We out here in the streets, baby. You know what it is, man. Red storm up, you're... I, I was looking at designs during my warm-ups. Yeah? How far did that take you? I was in sky, sky, <laughs> sky high on just fucking... No, nah, I can't even hold you. On like... What is that? Not serotonin. Is it serotonin? I was just sky high, bro. I don't know what uh, hormone was being excreted when you saw that. But I just can't believe you dealt with the bullshit we dealt with in college. Because personally, if people were putting designs in the grass in my high school and then I was dealing with this bullshit, not happening. Because <laughs> legitimately, I think about it, in high school, we came up from the trenches. All right? There was no frills. There was no nothing. You know, there was one year where we got, I think we got gear two out of the four years I was at school. Okay. Two out of the four years. We didn't get shit. Yikes. That's just how shit was. We was a small school on a small budget. Be like that. Feel me? We never needed nothing. Never knew nothing different. You feel me? So there was no complaints. There was nothing right. like that. Right. You get what I'm saying? So when I went to college. you miss what you never had type shit? And when I went to college, they were throwing gear at us. I was like, this is like Christmas. I ain't <laughs> never had nobody give me this much baseball shit. I just got a random assortment wow. of baseball equipment. Wow. Yeah, I don't think. I think we've. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we've talked about our baseball experience, but never like. Our baseball apparel experience. 
Never. Ever. I feel like that's always been, yeah, it's very weird. That's, yo. Wow. Look at that. Not Yo, think about it. How much St. John's prep shit do you see me wear? Yeah, this is I don't true. have this shit. This is very true. I got one warm-up with nothing on it, and I got a pair of ball shorts that all fucked up. <laughs> this is very true. Oh. <laughs> yo. Yo, moving on, because I don't want to get static here with Rob right now. He's talking about our high school rivalry. So, for those that don't know, me and Rob were rivals in high school, and I didn't know Rob could speak English until we went to college together. Because Rob and his team only communicated in Spanish <clears throat> when they were on the field, which was fucking hilarious. Because we just we just called them a bunch of names and said they were off a boat and shit. Mind you, they weren't off a boat. They just lived in the Bronx. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Monsignor Scanlon. I almost transferred there my junior year. Wow. Really? Yeah. They tried to kick me out of school in oh, uh, St. John's. Yeah. They said uh, the art teachers thought I took a picture of her in class. And I told her, I said, I'm not trying to take a picture of you. I'm just on my phone. Just kick me out of class. Yeah. Why are you going so hard? Yeah. So then the deans, uh, my sophomore, junior year, went through my phone and uh, saw everything on my phone. Which How was that? For them, embarrassing. <laughs> they were seeing things they never wanted to see. It was kind of funny, though, on my end. <laughs> like, there were pictures of me. I had just copped the red, all red Adidas tracksuit, and I had the pearl foams. So I had a picture of me in the mirror. And I had the matching gray brim, too. The Houston Astros joint. It was navy blue, metallic gold. It matched the pearls. So I had a picture in the in the mirror. <laughs> and the and uh, the male dean, who's actually who's oh my JV my coach, he was like, oh, is this your fit? <laughs> Yo. Yo, he was trying so hard not to laugh, so he just bounced. But the other dean, she was going crazy. She was just going hard. Why? She, she didn't find nothing. Why would she be She on? just kept going. I don't know why. And she, she just saw things she didn't want to see. So, <sighs> no, no pictures of me, but there just there might have been pictures of, of young women on there that I attended school with and dated. But regardless of what was seen on my phone or not seen on my phone. Yeah. that's. Crazy. I wasn't kicked out of school. But I was really thinking to myself, if I get kicked out on some bullshit, I'm going to Scanlon. Fuck it. I just got to take wow, one. That would have been crazy. I de- yo. I tell you what, man. How far was Scanlon from you? Deep. I mean, in a car, like 30, 40 minutes, but On by bus, I would have had to take the Q4 to the Q44, and then taking the Q44. The Q44 is one of the longest bus routes in New York. So it goes from Jamaica Avenue all the way a little bit above Throg's Neck. Oh, yeah? But it goes, it goes all the way through Flushing, Bayside. Uh, it goes over the bridge. Oh, it's so crazy. It's making like a... Button hook type shit. How how high does it go up, Rob? Goes to the Bronx Zoo? No fucking way. Holy shit. That's deep. Yeah, so it's making a button hook out of Jamaica and then going back up and going all the way up. It's to not the making Bronx a button zoo? hook. It's, it's going it's making uh it's going it's making a left and then going north. But stopping every wow, it goes to the zoo. That's insane. Oh, it's got to hit Bayside. Bayside, it's got to make a little hook. Flushing and Bayside. That's what I'm saying. So it's making that hook and going. It's making. What shape is that? Left. You said Jamaica. Right. It starts at Jamaica. Left. Up. You said it starts at Jamaica. Jamaica's here. Bayside is here. I'm thinking Jamaica, Bayside, Flushing, and then the bridge. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. Regardless, it's a long ass fucking bus. Yeah, that's, that's a wild route. And it's not that's a single crazy. bus; it's a double bus oh, with a little with joint, a little accordion that's thing you, in the middle. That's how you know it's a very long trip on that bus, because when you see somebody, oh, you see one of those buses, you're like, "That bus is going for a while." 
Yeah. I've never been on one of those. Neither have I. You've been on one of those? I've, I've never, never been, been on one of those buses. Ever. Not one, nah, I'm capping. I've been on one, like, once or twice in the city. Oh, the big ones? Yeah. Nah, but, I've never I mean, been I've just never been on them that long. That's crazy. You know what's the best, though? What? The coach buses. The, oh, the express? the express buses? Yeah. Yo, shout out the express that goes from uh, Midtown to Riverdale. Yes. When I, when I was living at college in the summer, Ooh. yo, that bus... Yo, I can't even hold you. I think it was the fare is like six fifty, six seventy five. Worth every dime, Luxury. if not more. Luxury. Oh my! Nothing was better than getting on the bus after a long day and just not having someone crammed up to you, just on your shoulder. You're Facts. just in there, just ACs blasting. You're just sitting there like, <sighs> Facts. Six seventy five. You. I mean, I think I think it's a fair price. Because yeah. that shit goes deep. That bus is not only cutting your commute in half, you're riding in style. Facts. You can't, Facts. There's no complaint I you used can that make. one day. Uh, I used that one day because I had to go to the uh, the Metropolitan Museum to do a whole project on. Yeah, you had to go whatever. to the Met. That's go right. Go to the Met. That's right. And I don't know why I called it the Metropolitan Museum. Um, and it was raining, like coming down that day. Literally walked outside of campus, got on the bus, went all the way down in like 45 minutes. Really? Yeah, bro. Quick. That bus was moving. I remember bro, it was raining, and I was like, "We're one time fast." I definitely remember that. <laughs> definitely remember that. Those are my. Uh, that was my freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. So that were... was like one of my first times like How getting back on the bus. Like it was just. How shocked were you that that was? It possible? was. Ve- it was. Yeah. It was very. Uh, like I said, looked so- uh, sort of unsafe. But it was like they do look sketchy. It's like who's it's, driving this, right? But it always looks like it's teetering on the balance of like this could go very wrong, and like it's all right, baby. Oh yes, these we are good. the oldest coach buses. There's no TV. It's like New York City. Yeah. It's like New York City went to a bus depot and was like, all right, we need something that says luxury on the outside, but on the inside it's a piece of shit. Yes. But we need it to look good enough that we can charge more. Facts. And the guy in the back was like. Facts. Take them to aisle seven. Uh, we got what they need, yeah, bro. It's it's crazy because you think about the MTA buses, and then you think about how like low key it's like brainwashing. It's like, listen, they've known nothing but the trenches. Even if you raise the bar a little, it's gonna feel like absolute luxury, and they're not gonna complain. Yeah, because that's the next and only best. thing. I haven't been on public transportation in a minute. Oh no, since I since the pandemic and switching jobs. Oh really? Oh wow! Whenever I I haven't had to was on that shit I yesterday. Gotta, That's I, crazy. I gotta say, I thought I would miss it. I don't miss that for nothing. <laughs> Yo, having like driving everywhere, yeah, sure you have to pay for gas, but at the same time, if you take the train every day, let's say you take the train and the bus, right, and you take it one way each way, right? So you got to transfer. So that's two seventy five, two seventy five a day, right? That's five fifty a day, times five. That's Let's say that's five fifty times five. Let's say it's about twenty seven fifty, twenty eight dollars, right? Don't need exact math. That's my tank. That's my tank. The difference is though, is that if I gotta go, if when I'm going to the gym, I just throw my shit in the back of the of the car, or like I just leave it. my hard hat and whatever else I need for work in the car. Yeah. I don't have to put everything on a bag and then. Be on the train with two bags, trying not to bump into people, and then people are kicking your shit because sometimes the train be packed. I'm literally, oh, I'm in the car. I don't want to listen to anything. Silence. Silence. That's the thing about the subway that blows my mind. When you get on and people yeah. are just loud and it's just... Somebody playing music and I get it. 
but it's just like no, no. Those are the okay. We really, we really straight far from how I started this conversation. Yeah, we did. I love and we're that. Gonna circle though. Back. I love that. Now. We're gonna circle back to Hunter Green in a second, but we got to talk about people that get on the train with that's the boombox. That's definitely been one of our longest tangents ever. Yes, yes, it has. Yes, it has. But wow, yeah. Wow, we're break, bro. breaking that records shit, tonight. Bro, that shit was nonstop, just door after door. Yeah, historic shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if the people that are getting on the train with a boombox and you're not doing Showtime or something else, it's crazy. You <laughs> are the worst. You are the problem with this society. Because if you're getting on with the boombox and. You're dancing or you're choosing to do something, fair game. All right? You're just trying to make a dollar. You're trying to make it. But if you're getting on with a giant boombox and you're just bumping music on the train, I hate you. I hate you. Because your music is now louder than my headphones. The other day, uh, yesterday actually, the uh, yesterday was Brick. So fucking this guy's on the train, short sleeve shirt, right? Like jeans. With, like, ankle socks, right? Like, everything's, like, too small type shit, right? We got to talk about that, too. Why He's do people fucking... keep wearing jeans with ankle socks? Yeah, that's, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me, honestly. Why are people wearing pants that show their ankles and then wearing ankle socks in the winter? I feel like that's just painful. You're doing everything right, and then you leave a little tiny part of Because once the wind gets in that bitch, bro, your whole body is cold. Why? Why not... Like quarter socks or something. Why? I don't, I don't understand. It's I've just, seen that so much. That's crazy you bring that up. I've seen that so much. It bo- and it's crazy because it's never the people with the skinny jeans that do that. It's the people with the baggy jeans. And they make one move with the baggy jeans. And it's like, guy. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. I personally cannot have that like, that jean material feels weird on like my Hate lower it. foot area. Hate it. Hate it. You know? Now, if you're pin rolling the jeans in the summer, that's obviously fair game. Right. But if you're just wearing regular jeans with ankle socks on a day in January, February, mentally, something's off. Yeah. Um, just wear higher socks, my man. It's really not. Really not hard at all. Um... Where were we at before the uh, jean conversation? I don't know. We were talking about people playing music on the train. Yes. So this guy was in jeans. Yeah. Right? Short jeans, ankle socks, right? He's yes, got the one of those JBL speakers. That's how we got there. He's got one of those JBL speakers. Were you in the Bronx? No. That's a big Bronx energy. No, I was in uh, Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. It's also a big Brooklyn energy. I was going to say, bro, that sounds more Brooklyn than Bronx to me. No, because um, in the nah, he Bronx was, and Brooklyn, they love that. They get the big speaker with the colors on it, with the flashing lights, and they just roll it around. Oh, no, that wasn't that. It was a JBL speaker. It was one of those JBL speakers, and he was holding it by the string, which I feel in the JBL speaker, that bitch is top-heavy. Yeah. Like, that string is not meant to be swung like that, you know? <laughs> it was that day. Bro, he was swinging it with a wooden shield with, like, Jesus stuff painted on it, playing, like... Happy Jesus music. I don't know what gospel music. No, it wasn't gospel music. It was like people like singing about Jesus, but it wasn't like a normal people singing about Jesus. They're chanting. It was very weird. It's gospel. Gospel music, music is gospel. Okay, no, maybe it's just a type music. of gospel music gospel that music. I consider just to be a little too much for me. It's gospel music. It, right. it might not be the kind of gospel you relate to, but Can't. it is gospel music. Can't because he was he was like dancing. 
In the middle. In the middle of the fucking platform, people get on and off. Just no regard. Just no regard. <laughs> like, I don't understand, bro. And it was like, he would always move, but he would always move at, like, his leisure. So you'd have to, like, sort of wait. Like, you don't want to get hit by him, but you want to kind of get away, so you got to kind of toe that medium there. It's like, it's fucking... <laughs> Yeah, Yo. I was looking at him and I was like, bro, come on. It's like fucking seven <laughs> fifteen. Oh, Enough. this is in the morning? Yeah. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. This is in the morning, and I'm like, Oh, but- that's like the guys that are at Jamaica Jamaica Ave. So at Jamaica Center, there's always uh this group of guys. I forgot what their name. They're like soldiers of Jesus or something like oh, that. Jesus. But they're really fucking intense. Oh, and it's Jesus. just it's a... Uh, I forgot. I'm not doing them justice right now, but uh, they mar- they were doing a lot of marching and demonstrations during the uh, social justice protests okay. during the summer, but they're about it. I forgot what they are, but they're all, you know, trained to use weapons and shit. Like, oh. they're about the real deal. But, yo, in the morning, it'll be, I remember going to school, high school Jesus. at, like, 6, 6.30, or going to work, even, at 6, 6.30, and they're out there in their full dress, in the full garb with a table with all their scriptures and stuff, and they're just asking people, are you going to join the army? Are you going to join the covenant? They're just in- grilling Yo, people. Getting at it. And in the afternoon, it's worse. Because in the afternoon, sometimes they fight with other people. Because what? sometimes they fight with other people that are saying, like, oh, this is stupid. Or one guy was saying, oh, you're in my area to vend. Or this is where I set up every day. And he was like, excuse me? It was, Yo, they're just, they're always on go. They're what always, they're always on? on go. I thought you were talking about, like, the uh, the guys in, like, the subways. Nah, these guys would eat those guys for lunch. These guys are intense. That's I was gonna say, like, that's like now you're now you're like pulling up on me. Yeah, no, they are. Like and I'm they, just walking. They walk, they walk up you? they walk up on you full guard. Yeah, oh what? Yeah. With that much like intensity and aggression? At all times. Oh no. At all times. No. That's crazy. You have to get hit. And the cr- <laughs> well, can't I mean, be doing that to people. Are you crazy? They, yo, man, they be doing that. They be squatted oh, up too. They you be like, be hit. <sighs> yo, can't be doing I'll tell you what. Imagine man. like if I imagine you losing that, that fight, bro. Imagine you that fight. That's all they do. They are ready for everything. Imagine if that nigga would have woke up and you had like your kid or something. I mean, they're not grilling your kid. Not grilling my. <laughs> Imagine that would be crazy. Nah, now nah, that would be that upset. would be crazy. That would be on. That, uh, okay, do you agree? Then they would have to be hit. Yeah, then you have to beat the ass. <laughs> can't let okay, nobody. Dis- can't let nobody disrespect your kid. Fair enough. I don't even have a kid, but when I do, yo, you disrespect my kid. That's grounds for me to beat you with whatever is in my hand or closest to me. There's no. There's no one stopping me. Relentless. Yeah. Okay. At all. Like what's this? Metal box. Okay, it's going across <laughs> your skull. Be prepared. Metal box. Metal box, rocks, two by four, tire iron. If it's a fist, it's, that's good too. Whatever I can <laughs> smash across your face is cross as Yo. quick as possible. Oh my god, it's crazy. I just feel it's very true. You know, I was seeing the other day. I saw something where uh, somebody uh, they wrote a story about how some teacher disrespected their kid or. 
Some kid said something to their kid. I forgot what it was. Some kid said something. Damn, to their kid. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm <laughs> oh, you're very just lo- vague. lost in it right now. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Here we I go. Keywords. Say, keep saying keywords. Oh, so it was a teacher over a Zoom call. Okay. And the kid didn't know her name, and uh, the kid asked her a question, and she said, "Since you don't know my name, I'm not going to answer your question." And the kid's mom was on the call, and she just didn't say anything. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, who I would have been like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I, yo, like, who are you talking to? Yeah. So, so basically, uh, the parent of that child did the mature thing and wrote her a letter and said that my kid has multiple teachers during the week on Zoom calls, and they she my child sees you the least. They see you once a week, and they see all their other teachers three or four times a week. How old are these kids? For you to take a like, I, the kid was under ten. Oh god, the kid was under ten. So Relax, she said, buddy. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. But my thing is this: she was a hundred percent right in writing that letter and basically telling that teacher that that was lazy and mean to treat a kid like that, and you're supposed to be a teacher. My temper too short for me to not pop in that. That, That's what I'm saying. I I, I wouldn't have been mature enough to write that. I'd have been like, yo, who are you talking to? If you talk to my kid like that again, I will see you soon. (laughs) Trust me. Watch your mouth. If my kid don't know your name, it's it's clipped for you then. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) gonna know your name. Exactly. You're already on bad terms with me. Yeah, no. Nah, you can't. can't. Nah, bro. (laughs) Can't. The discipline is uh is not on you. Nah, I don't have that. I don't have that level of maturity. I hope I attain it one yeah. day, but not because someone talk crazy. I just feel like at that point it's more like, like my kid is my kid. Like if you want to address somebody in a very aggressive, slick like, because what's the kid gonna say at that point? He's gonna he's gonna be like, okay, like I can't ask again. Feel me? Like somebody who can't fight back. It's just very, like, you know. Well, you're a teacher. That's what I'm saying, though. You are teachers, so you're supposed to literally be teaching these kids. And you're not teaching them in that moment and telling him pretty much that I'm the teacher. I'm the boss. You can't fight back. I'm just not going to answer what you have to <sighs> Feel me? Killer. Yo, I, I get Crack. I get How it. are you supposed to do that to somebody who can't fight back? Yo, That's I'm not, crazy. I'm, not, I'm saying something in the moment. Oh, yo. I'm just, saying something in the moment. What? My thing is you're getting paid. I'm getting on a call with you after class. Goodbye. I'm Click. No, I'm not Send waiting. me the lesson plan. <laughs> I'm not waiting that long, bro. I'm what? sorry. Yo, I don't know. Shit like that. I don't even have a fucking kid, bro. And that shit makes my blood boil. That's just... Nah. You're a teacher. Your job... Nothing gets me more more like tight or more heated than a teacher that gets annoyed at doing their job. Facts. Your job is to teach students. When you went to school, you understood that you would need an immense amount of patience and perseverance to teach kids every kid's not gonna get it when i coach kids i go into it knowing that every kid i coach is not going to be good every kid is not gonna get it every kid's not gonna want to listen to me i give them the patience i might get upset i had some kids say he's not gonna listen to me i said that's fine i didn't argue with him i didn't yell at him i said if you're not gonna listen bounce walk out the cage i didn't that's fine, bro. Feel me? That's that's how you're supposed to handle yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Because you can't give any power to those. What are you gonna kid, do? Bro. What are you gonna do? Under I'm ten, s- I was a menace. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But you don't you don't talk to the kid like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hundred percent. That's crazy disrespectful. No, hundred percent. You don't. Uh... Yeah, no. At that point, it's different though because it's not like disrespect. It's just more like I didn't know your name. Feel me? And like as a kid, you're under ten. Like 
kid you see in one time a week, two times a week, like or a teacher you're seeing one time a week, two times a week, like it's, it's just a child. It's severe. It's Not severe. Your name. On a Zoom call. That's too much. Yeah. On a Zoom call. Right. Because I feel like a kid, uh, you don't, as a coach, like you can't allow like the disrespect to even like have a shade of like life. You know, Agreed. like it's got to be nipped in the butt quick. So you can be a little more stern as like a coach. Hundred percent. I feel. You know. Hundred percent. No, like, I honestly I disagree with that. I think with a teacher you can be stern too, but you need to understand that no matter how hard you are on the kid or how stern you are, your job is still to teach them. Correct. I, I'm still gonna teach the kid even if he pisses me off. You know, I'm I'm just gonna have to go about it a different way. Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. It's just a, a certain, yeah, you have to uh, do it in a certain way. Because as a coach, you're there to teach people, but it's not like school. Parents aren't bringing you their kids, like, religiously unless the kid develops a passion for it. I mean, you know, some people do bring their kids to coaches religiously. You know what? 100%. Not it's after those, a certain, it's, certain it's age, the kids, though. It's the kids that their parents bring them to coaches religiously. Or they coach them religiously. Those are the kids that end up on TV. Let's be honest here. That's what I'm I mean, saying. You don't get good practicing once or twice a week. Let's just be real clear there. I mean, I don't. I can't speak for anyone else, but I can tell you for a hundred percent. You know, if you watch any of, uh, we got to use baseball as an example here, but you can use basketball too. Anybody I know that was is good at basketball or was good at basketball, and when I say good, I mean played collegiately or higher. Because high school is such a crapshoot. High school, you can be 6'3 or 6'4 and just be yeah. on the team by default. Yeah. Anyone that was good was in the gym every day, working. Same thing with baseball. Literally, you don't, you bro. Don't, you, don't, you don't get to take days off and be good. That's not how it works. No. Especially as a kid, too. Like, so as a kid. Unlimited. That, yo, you got to think about it. Let's think about the kids in the DR. They're not going to school after, like, 10. If they're good at baseball at, like, 10 or Well, that's different. That's their no, 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 no. But, but let's just compare it for a second. Right? So... Dominican players, for the population that's on that island, to the amount of players that make up the MLB or MLB, including the minor league population of Dominicans, is completely outnumbered or completely outsized. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's a small portion. DR, for the size it has, produces many, many more players than the United States does. It, DR, yeah, yeah. DR is smaller than New York State and produces more players in the minor league and major leagues than New York State does. Yeah, Think about that. That's Think about number. that. That's um yeah, in relative size, that's a wild fucking Oh, let's let's get the let's get the exact population. Like let's get the let's get the population in And DR. it's crazy because like Dominion. there's only a small portion of DR that's making it out. There is a massive amount of players coming out of the DR, and relative when, relative to the when United in States compared, and New York when compared when compared to the United States and New York State, it is a relatively high number. Yes, but so going back to the main thesis of my point is this: in the DR, if you're good at baseball at nine or ten, or you show traits, or you're tall, you don't go to school anymore. You go to an academy where you learn. English and do some other stuff for one, maybe two, three hours a day. And the rest of your day is playing baseball. So I'm saying this. They're able to produce that many quality athletes. Because remember, players from the DR aren't getting signed at 17, 18 out of high school like they are here. 
Players in the DR international signing day sixteen, baby, it's over. Players in the DR are being scouted as early as thirteen. I've mm. seen scouting reports on thirteen year olds from DR and guys saying, "Yeah, he's gonna get a two million dollar bonus in a year and a half." Imagine being fifteen and someone saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna sign you when you turn sixteen for three million dollars." Don't talk to anyone else on this island or our deal's off. Yeah, that's how that's how shit's going on over there. So I'm saying that they develop that kind of talent so early. Because of that rigorous regimen. There's no days off. Well, at that point, the coach the coach becomes the, essentially the teacher. The t- and every, like coach, when I say, every coach, uh, every coach is, a, is a teacher. Right, right, right. And when I say teacher, I mean teacher in like that sense that when you think about like, let's just say baseball practice in school, right? Mm-hmm. Which one is your parents sending you to if Both. they only had one? School. 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 Right? So now, just like here, right, there's definitely more people – in this world that believe that you can definitely make it out of school and get something better than trying to be a professional athlete. Like you're definitely going to, it's definitely a drop off. Okay. Right. Are we in agreement with that? It's definitely a drop off. Right. So at that point, the kid from the 13, 12, 13 year old kid from DR, like really finding out that like, Oh shit. Like I can make some real money. Like and get my family out and like be a great baseball player. Uh huh. Like, that coach, that coach, the baseball coach, is essentially that teacher. That's his lifeline right there. I gotta listen to my fucking coach religiously to get better, to make more of this money, and to fucking just. But that's my get point. Off. They're going. They're at the. They're living at the academy. That's every that's what I'm day. saying. Yeah. They have one or two day. They have one day. I think. I think they have maybe Sundays off where they get to go hang out with their family and go home to their town. Every other day, they're at the academy working yeah. like it's a job. But that's what I'm saying. So. That that's the main point I was getting to, which is just you can't do something once or twice a week and expect to get results from a child, and expecting mm-hmm. a child to know your name, seeing them once or twice a week is is crazy. I don't know the name of some of the people I work with. I see them every Facts. day. Facts. Facts. I, just I know like the name that. of the people I need to know the name of, and beyond that, it's it's a little hazy. You know, my brain can't just it doesn't need that all that it information. It doesn't need it. I'm I'm recycling that information. Yeah. <laughs> and Easy. look, if you don't know my Easy. name, that's fine. Just be discreet about it. Easy. That's it. Um, I don't know your name. I'm discreet about it. It is a. Uh, it is nice. It is nice though. Uh, getting those kids that you know are just like super passionate about the game, because like you could really, because like I remember, like I was, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, we were talking about baseball, obviously, and I was telling them about coaching and all that, and about like. You know, it's 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 a it's like a gratifying feeling, like to see when you have a kid you're coaching, like be really really passionate about it because like I was like that kid. Yeah. Feel me? Like I remember like going to baseball fields was like the only thing I thought of throughout the day at school. Like baseball practice after because I played year round, so it was every fucking semester or every fucking time period of the year was like it's a new season. That's such it's a, a blessing new, like, because in the spring, you know? spring and summer school always went so fast because I was just thinking to myself all day. It's like I get out of here, go home real quick, and then I got baseball practice today or I got a game today. You know, and then days when I had a game after school, are you kidding me? Money school was over in like five minutes. It was Facts. like lunch, days over. Get ready for the game later. Facts. That's it. And that was, all, like, all year round? Oh, my God. School would have been a breeze. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's nice to it's nice to, to see that, like, in the next generation, you know? Because we just should have got to keep it, keep it alive. I, 
We are the people that got to keep I this think, shit alive. I don't honestly. think baseball is going to die. I just feel 100%. it's going to it's gonna go through a period of severe irrelevantness. And I it's, it's very much avoidable because it's a very marketable sport. Because football, think about how well football does. And football players are wearing helmets all the time. You can't even see their face. But the people, the gatekeepers of the game, think about it like this. MLB doesn't even allow certain content to not be posted by them. Yeah. It's just foolish. It's a shame for all the uh, young black baseball players coming up right now. And uh, Oh, my goodness. Vanderbilt's got a ton of them. <sighs> ton of them. Yes. Ton of them. But you know what? Maybe that's how the game gets relevant again because you get out all the older guys and you bring in you know, more minorities and they just they come in with their flair. Oh, because I think let's, that's let's, let's be very frank. Let's compare the NHL to the NBA, right? Okay. The NHL... Cool league. Hockey's a cool sport. Playoff hockey, awesome. When's the last time you saw an NHL game? I don't think I've ever watched one. Neither have I. <laughs> I watched one playoff hockey game, and I watched it one time the last period. I, I went to a Major League Hockey game. That was fun. Major League Hockey games in person are fun. Okay, so you've seen one in person, but you've never watched one Never on watched TV. one on TV. But let me tell you, how many NHL players do you know? None. I know one. I think uh, it's Evander Kane. Okay, good. You know I, one, right? Yeah, I know I think, one. I know one. I think Ludquist. Ludquist. Oh yes, 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 yes. I yes. know him. Evander Kane is the only black guy in the NHL. Now that's there how you I know. go. Him. That's why you know. Yeah, that's how I know. So think about that. Think about how hard a sport like hockey is, and how fire it is that they're literally on skates and they can fight, and it, the referee is literally watching them and breaks it up. Bro, these skates are also like their feet; like they're moving like incredibly efficiently, and they're literally slapping that puck as hard as they can. But think about that's it. a hard ass puck. Did that hit you Yo, in the teeth? It's over. Yeah, but think about it. Hockey is a grueling sport. They have emergency dentist, dental surgeons on on hand. Do they? On every game, yes. Wow. Fun, yeah, at, on each side, they have an emergency dental surgeon. To my testament before, that puck hits you in the mouth. It's fucking over. Yes. And guess what? That's crazy. These NHL players, if something happens, most of the time they're not getting any Novocaine. They're just having it done in their mouth because it has to be done immediately. There's no time. So think about That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. But think, so mind Ooh. you, they, and it, hockey players might not have the most marketable faces. Pause but, that. Yeah. The dentist is by far the worst type of doctor. Continue. Oh, by far. Continue. By far. The worst. Anyway, but think about it. The NHL's got all this cool shit going for them, and they can't market that game for shit, right? Yeah. And guess what? Hockey players do cool shit all the time, but they don't do it with the flair of minorities. Now, let's think about the NBA. How many names do you know from them? You don't want, I know you don't watch NBA games. I'm starting to get more into it, so now I know. But how many people do you know in the NBA? A good amount. I'd say 30-plus. Do you know who Carmelo Anthony is? I do know who Carmelo Anthony is. Do you know who LaMelo Ball is? Do you know who LaMelo Ball is? Okay. So you know someone that's been in the league 17 years, and you know someone that's been in the league for less than half right. a season. All right. You've also right. had people that you have were been able absolutely to... iconic No, no, no. In no. These but leagues, this is know? my point. This is my point. I, I added this is my point. point. I'm so I'm thinking that this new influx of black players, along with the other minorities that are already in here that have been showing out, mm -hmm. I think that's what's going to have to bring the game back. Because let's face it. MLB ain't doing shit. Facts. They are just literally riding the money train. And the money train is going to be there because MLB season is 162 games. And everyone's Facts. like, oh, MLB is going to shorten its season. No, they're not. Yeah. Because when yeah. they sell that package of 162 games to 
the sports networks or the broadcast networks, they're selling chicken. Exactly. Chicken. And there's and they are literally going to them and saying, Look, the NBA, you might get fifty games. I'm giving you a hundred plus on a platter. All games every day. And I'm giving it to you to a dem- to a demographic that watches TV. Older nice. white males. Which is the major demographic that watches baseball? Mm-hmm. They have a uh, and one. What do they have? Like the uh, MLB MLB pass? That's what they call it. The MLB whatever pass or whatever to get like the full thing. Like you have to get on like a like an app or something, right? Yeah, it's an app, right? Yeah. I feel like the older generation like it really isn't purchasing apps. They're just kind of watching on TV. I mean, you can get the you can get it on your TV now. Oh, this is very. If true. you have a smart Actually, TV, so true. I think that's negated. yeah. If you have a smart TV, yeah, this is very. But true. that's all this I'm saying. True. So it's just MLB is not doing it for themselves, and eventually, you know, the players are just going to do it. I think the players Bro, are. There's so many, like, young stars. I feel. Tatish, Tatish, Tatis, <laughs> Tatish, <Fuck>. Tatish. <laughs> Tatis, Indian Vlad brother. Jr., Hunter Bo, Green, Hunter Green. Who we were supposed to talk about? About we'll get there. We're we'll get there. We're we'll no, get no, there. No, 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 no. We we're on him now. Pause. Okay. So we got to talk about <laughs> it now, right? All, right? All right. So we're gonna get back to Hunter Green real quick since we somehow got back. Also, another up and coming Hunter Green. What did what did he, he do? He is six five two thirty. Light. So light. this is so his uh. Let's see. He was drafted by the Reds, the second pick in the twenty seventeen draft. No one has any idea who he is. Because why? Because minor ba- baseball players, when they're drafted, ne- almost never go to the league. They go to the minors for two to three years, and you forget about them. They're not wasting marketing on you. This young man, right, had Tommy John surgery, which is for this owner something ligament. Co- collateral. No, I don't think that's it. Colner. Owner collateral ligament. This is yeah, why I didn't... Yeah. Owner coll- you just bugged me out. It's definitely... All right, look it, We're about to look it up. Anyway, so... It's called a UCL, and when you throw baseballs a lot, it tears. And you never know when it's going to tear because everyone's ligament's different because everyone's body body anatomy is different. What's it called? That was right, yeah. The ulnar collateral ligament. Ulnar collateral ligament. Okay. Just what I said. So now that you guys know this. So he tore that, and usually it takes you about 16 months of grueling rehab and you basically teaching your arm how to move again. It's very painful uh, when you come back. Uh, you basically spend the first few months of throwing just trying to break the scar tissue. Yeah. Just so you can start throwing again and throwing how you were. So before he had the surgery, he was throwing about 101, 102 miles per hour, which is just absurd. I don't know. If, I don't think any of you has ever seen that in real life. I don't want I haven't. To. The, I think the fastest I've ever seen is like 90, 92, maybe 94. In and the that, box? That was just foolish. In the box? I mean, maybe yeah. from a machine, oh, if okay. I moved up. Maybe it's the same reaction time. But out of a hand, I've seen like 90, 91, and that's chaos. But <laughs> yeah, nah. regardless. I'm good on it. Regardless. So he's come back from this surgery. He started in spring training. What's today? Today is March 3rd. Yesterday was March 2nd when I was in my tizzy. So, yeah. So I called Sadiq and Rob. Part of our lovely ETT production crew. Rob was in his third dream, but Sadiq was still awake. <laughs> I was. And I told Sadiq that this man came out of the gate in spring training in March. Mind you, spring training is when you're just ramping up, you're stretching, you're hanging out. You know, nothing crazy is going on. Spring training also you, started a week ago. Yes, yeah, spring training you. just started. He just easing back into it, and his first three pitches were 101, 102, 102, 103. That is not normal. 
That is the craziest shit I've ever seen. He's legit. How old is he? 22, I believe. He's 21 years old 21. in 209 days. He was throwing. He was throwing missiles. Yeah, his windup is beautiful. The way he snaps the ball after the uh, throw while throwing it, it's it's like he's pinpointing that spot. I want to put it like this for you folks. It's crazy. Usually, if a pitcher throws 95 miles per hour in spring training, he's throwing 91 to 92. He's not really throwing his hardest. It's it's February, March. He's not up to speed yet. He's throwing 100 miles per hour now in March after coming off of surgery. What's that going to look like when he's in fu- at full strength in mid-June, July, when it's hot and the body is loose? That is absolute chaos. Hunter Green's black. This goes yes. to our point. Yes, he is. This goes to our point, man. He's very he's he's not flashy as much as he's just flamboyant and he's confident. But he's just he's just a a, a this is a black athlete that's not really about the fact. He's just fucking. He's a superstar. He's gonna be a superstar. That's he's, what g- he's gonna be a he's he has, gonna be a dominant guy in the league. He has that it factor for sure. But yeah. I'm just but that's what I'm saying. It's just. So I know it took us a while to get here, but I guess we're just painting the picture that we're going to need more Hunter Greens. Yes. And they're on the way. Everywhere you look in college baseball now, you know, there's a couple black guys on the field. And it's only going to get more. Like you said, Vandy Vandy has three black starters. Well, that's the thing I like the most about Vanderbilt is because Vanderbilt just goes out and gets the best guys. And I think Vanderbilt's always been a team where it's just been – you might see – Someone from a random area, and they're just filthy because they're just like we just want the best athletes. We don't care about nothing. Agreed. That's why they've won so much. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They can definitely develop players as well too. So no, hundred percent. But Tim Corbin's a legend. Yeah. So Hunter Hunter Green hit Tim Corbin. Shout out the the OG. But yeah, man, Hunter Green. That was that. I mean, he had he didn't have a good inning. He hung a slider. That got smoked a few pitches after, but I mean, let's be honest here. He's throwing 103 miles per hour in a March spring training. If you think anyone on the Reds who employ him care about him hanging that slider, and that's what you want to focus on, you're out of your mind. That yeah, is the that future means- of baseball now. You're going to see 100 mile per hour fastballs in March. 90's not cool no more. 90? That's pedestrian. 90 is pedestrian. That's the. Remember? You remember? You remember when the biggest fucking thing was like, yo, that 9 0. Gotta hit that 9 0. Now it's like, yo, bro, you got a a long way to go. Up that, up the ante a little bit, buddy. You know what was fucking me up? I was reading a, uh, I was reading a scouting breakdown the other day. And it was talking, it was like giving grades to fastballs. An average fastball now. For a draft guy, is ninety two to ninety four. Wow, that's so an average if, fastball. If you throw under that speed, you are below average fastball most likely, unless you have a crazy movement profile, mm-hmm. which is if your fastball rises or sinks a lot or moves side to side. But in effectiveness, just baseball is reaching new heights, and MLB has to do a better job. Of promoting this yeah. because hitting a baseball thrown that hard is absolute nonsense. It, it is, is the <laughs> greatest hand eye coordination and reaction that you've ever seen, and they can't figure it out. Nope. How can you not figure this out? You are literally showcasing 
some of the greatest ability to catapult things with the human body. Did you see Tatis hit that 441-foot bomb? Grand salami yesterday? No pause? Bro, he looked like... He looked like he told the pitcher, throw this pitch here. I want to hit a grand slam this at bat. He's so good. That's what that's what it literally looks like. He's so good. Crazy. He's so good. And it's crazy. He's not legal. He's not legal. He can't go to a restaurant and order a drink for himself. His dad's got to do it. Yo, you know what blows mine? Because people, you remember that ass, not that idiot ass reporter? Uh, Elliot Shore Parks. He actually covers the Eagles. He's an NFL reporter. So this makes sense. This makes sense. He he says I could luck into a home run. How the Oh, that was him. Yes. How he said I could maybe score a basket on NBA court. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you get fouled and you shoot from the free throw line. But no six, no NBA athlete is letting you get anywhere near to the basket. You're throwing the ball from half court like Michael Scott in the office. If you want to score that. on an NBA court, but fine. But luck into a home run? Well, it also depends on how good they are. Luck like, into a home run? Not the home run thing. The the basket. Let's make that clear. So I mean, like maybe you could... I'm gonna tell you like this: you could take the best college athlete from Mount Saint Vincent in the last five years and put them on an NBA court, and they won't they won't even get close to the basket. The difference. Oh, that and I the agree different, with. That I agree with. So an average person that's never played college sports has no chance because he's never oh, done that. Oh, okay. That's so what he, I'm saying. He's never played sports because you always got these people that never played anything higher than like high school thought, sports or some shit going. Like, oh, I'd I'd give him fifty or I'd do this, and it's like no, he wouldn't. He'd embarrass you and talk shit about you the whole time, and you'd want to fight him, and then he'd beat the hell out of you because he's probably a foot taller than you. Yes, at the least. Oh, yes, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. That's I thought he played. I thought he played. No, he's like five six, bro, or five five. I didn't Come look on. into him that much. But yo, it's. It's absurd, but he wow. said he said okay. I might luck into a home run, but I he said he's basically all saying all this to Come say on, he could dog. never score a goal in NHL. I don't. How do you, City? How does one luck into hitting a hundred and mile per hour fastball traveling sixty feet? How do you luck into hitting that over three hundred feet, which is what a football field? How does it happen? How do you luck into doing that? I don't understand because I can't how, do it on purpose. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm trying to do that now, and I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, like, I'm working on actual mechanics that people do to get them there. To hit. And you have none, and you're just, let me just stick the bat. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just luck into it. <sighs> yeah, dog, you lost me. Yeah, you should. You lost me. Truthfully, I think in the new... Whoever our next president is, they should start putting people in jail for, for idiotic comments. Are you shitting me? Luck into a home run? I don't know what he thinks. Luck like, into bro, a home hitting? run? You luck into hitting a 92-mile-per-hour slider from Jacob DeGrom? Does that happen? You're not seeing a 92-mile-an-hour slider from Jacob if DeGrom. Some, like I told You're you not other, seeing it. Like I told you the other day, if someone throws a pitch when I'm in the box over 95 miles per hour, I'm assuming they've chosen violence, and I've decided... <laughs> Have I'm, to reciprocate. I, I am reciprocating by charging the mound. I'm not staying in the box. What am I going to do with that? He's obviously chosen to disrespect, chose to disrespect me in a public venue. I'm going to laugh with him. I'm letting you know. He won't be laughing for long. I'm okay. charging at him. I'm going to still be laughing. That's fine. Okay. That is violence. <laughs> okay. Okay? 
Oh my God! You could I mean, put you could put LeBron James on a football field. You could put LeBron James on a soccer field. At some, I don't think you could put LeBron James in roller skates and I mean not roller skates in ice skates and expect him to score. Maybe he can fight, but even yeah. that's tough. Yeah. Who knows? Does LeBron know how to ice skate? Exactly. Because so, I don't know how to ice skate, and that shit is fucking annoying. I don't know how to ice skate, and I've tried twice, and I'm good on it. I tried once. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. No, because when you roller skate, it's a little hard, but you fall, and then you get the hang of it. In ice skating, you fall twice, nah. and it's like I'm falling. Oh, actually, no, it's yeah. really hard, and it's cold as hell. Yeah, so yeah. fuck all yeah. of that noise. Roller skating is definitely, uh, definitely. I think it's easier, low-key. Much easier. What do you mean? Okay, okay, what do you okay, mean okay. low-key? Okay. It's much easier. Okay, okay. It's and much more forgiving. You fall on that yes. floor a couple times, That's a good, it hurts, much but it's yeah. tolerable. I remember the Facts. first time I went ice skating... And I went out and I stayed up on the skates for a couple minutes and I tried to skate and I just ate shit. <laughs> and know? I remember getting up and I was like, damn, that really hurt. And then I'm like, yo, let me try this again. Ate shit again. And I'm like, damn, this is this is not fun. You know what it is too? Fucking those shoes or the ice skates themselves, like the materials, like a hard fucking leather that's not malleable at all. No. It's like your foot is in there and yes. it's stuck. Yes. That's it. That's the position your Gross. foot is going to be in. So oh at, wherever your ankle turns, like if you're fucking going down, your foot is going with it. Yes, and your feet are just in pain. Yo. Yeah, nah, I hate those shits. Yeah. Can't do it. Ice skating is not for me. Not no, same. I watch. I watch and eat uh, warm churros cup covered in dipping sauce. Covered yes. in chocolate dipping sauce. I'll cheer for you, mama. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying. cheer for you, mama. I'll make a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Come. <laughs> Come to decide when you want to buy the churros. Yeah, because I'm not. Because I'm not. I'm not going out there. You're on your own. I'm not going out there. Nah, so come time, to decide when you want to buy the churros. Yeah. Oh then, my god. But yeah. But if you put LeBron, you, yo, Rob's going out there. Rob's going to give her the churros. Rob is an ice skater, bro. Are Rob, you an ice skater? Oh shit! I didn't know that. Rob does shit like that. <laughs> He's calling me a pussy. I just didn't know that fact. That's ex- you've been excessive all night. But nah, yeah, that's crazy. if you put LeBron in a batter's box. LeBron's gonna see ninety five miles per hour and be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. You remember, you don't know that LeBron meme when he's like, "What the fuck?" That's what yeah. he would say, and that's as great an athlete as he is. So, I just, I just think, I just feel as if MLB not being able to figure out this whole marketing thing, it just has to be from not trying because you have people doing something that's just almost impossible. Well, like you said. They're they're doing it. They're not doing it rather because the money is rolling, you know. Until it becomes like a problem where there's no vision there. Then. Most there's no vision. I mean, because it's the path forward is extremely clear. I think that MLB thinks that uh, they've had enough people from the younger generation exposed through the older generation, more so than finding it on their own. That they're just going to be good. When that time comes, you're going to have enough fans to start over the new cycle. That I'm. I'm assuming that's what they think. Out of the people that I know that watch baseball or care about baseball that uh, don't play, it's like less than 10%. And it's either because they, they're dating someone that plays baseball or it's because, oh, that's nasty. Wow. That was filthy, Harden. Holy shit. Damn. If people don't know baseball or they don't date someone that played baseball. They have almost zero to they have almost yeah. no interest in the sport. It's more just cool. Or 
okay. They'll definitely like go or, to a game for like a date or something. They'll go, yeah, they'll go to a game because someone gave them tickets and be like, this is boring. I've taken girls on dates to games where they've been just interested because I'm interested. Yeah. And I've just Which been, is nice. That's nice. You can appreciate that. Look, I've just been to the point where, look, if this is just uh, whatever to you, that's fine. But let me watch the game. Don't interrupt me oh, while, yeah, during the inning. That too. That's, look, we can compromise. Going to a girl who actually knows baseball. Going to a, a going to a girl. Going to a baseball game with a girl who actually knows oh. baseball is uh, the dream. Is the dream. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's really all I need. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, like you said, they just they see in the money. There's no vision. And um it's gonna depend on uh on us, like I said, I feel. Hundred gotta educate as much as we can. The even the ones that don't like it, the ones that fit fade off in our coaching journey and just fizzle out, not coming to practice anymore. Even those kids we gotta just leave like a lasting impact. Look, yo, listen. Yo, we try, man, but MOB makes it really hard. Think about it. You got all these people that talk about the game and are figures in the game saying no, nah, this isn't the way the game's supposed to be played. There's no need for that. Like, when people told Tatis not to swing hard to hit that grand slam when they were up 10. To apologize for that. Bullshit. Yeah, why, Bullshit. Would, why would a kid want to play the game when it's like, bro, I'm good? Why would I want to be less good not to hurt your feelings? Like, what are we, 12? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so. I've made it. I'm hitting anything I want. I think our message to you, Robbie Manfred. Robbie Manfred is to stop letting the owners treat you like a butt puppet and figure it the fuck out. <laughs> oh my god! So now that we're talking about the lower region, do we want to talk about the uh, the Angels pitching coach and the Mets former uh, manager and the Indians former pitching coach, Mickey Dick Pick Mick Callaway? Because Dick Pick Mick Callaway. Because I heard that this morning and I literally was laughing for a solid fifty. I was getting dressed, chuckling to myself. I feel like I've known that, but you were like reminded me of it. They've definitely said that in like documentaries and shit. No, they haven't. This is the first time it's ever come out. What the really? Fuck are you talking about? Also, no. I guess I'm making this up. It's catchy, but you've definitely, ne- bro. This is the first time this has come out. So apparently, Mickey Calloway is under investigation for having just been basically excessively horny to every woman that's come across him. Apparently, he's hit on and oh, sent dick that pics. Seen. That was a while ago. Like maybe No, like a month this ago. is literally happening now. There's more women coming out by the week. Okay, but when was it first reported? Months ago. That's what I'm But they didn't report they didn't report that he was called Dick Pick Mick until now. Oh, that name just came out yes. now. Yes. Oh, <laughs> which is hysterical. Dick Pick Mick. Yeah, so he's just apparently excessively horny, and he's just basically any woman that's crossed his path, whether it be a fan, a reporter, woman in the front office, even some of the players that he coached wives or girlfriends, he's just sending out dick pics. (laughs) Shoot a shoot. Nah, nah, he's got to go. I'm sorry. Your nickname is Dick Pick Yo, Mick? shoot or shoot, man. Nah. He might not be nah. doing it the right way, but I mean like. Dick Pick Mick? Yo, nah, son. The this report man. on that man had me crying. This man going son, full send They said that everyone. he was pulling up on every woman he came across. He was... Pulling up behind them and giving them massages on their shoulders, on their oh, waist. Jesus. Texting them repeatedly. Can you imagine a grown-ass man, 45, 50 years old, just repeatedly texting a woman, smiley faces, hearts, oh, you don't miss me today? I miss you. 
Think about that's this. That's like restraining is, order vibes. This, this is the shit that's happening. That's definitely big restraining order Think vibes. Think about the Mets GM that got fired, Jared Porter. He sent her 57 unanswered answered texts. Oh, I, that's who I'm thinking of. dick pic. That's who I'm thinking of. Not, not Mickey Calloway. Bro, how do you send 57 yeah. un... When did you think she was going to start answering? The 61st? She's just going to give in? That's... What type of time you got to be on to, like, continuously go on your phone and look at those messages and say, has responded. Let me try again. It's a new day. 57 times. Yo, absolutely. I don't understand absolutely. it. And then you end it with a dick pic? Like, you know what? She don't want no words. She want a dick pic. And then when you get confronted. How do you, where's the thought process? I, I've never What's been. that? I I've never been that horny. Wow. Never. And then when they reporters confront you about it, you go, oh, it's not my dick. It's a stock pic from Google Images. So you're looking up dick pics? It's a lose-lose. Just accept what you did already. Why just... Yo! Yo! That's crazy. Yes! That's crazy. Wearing, yo, loser. Loser. Wow. You went from being horny... <laughs> you went from... Lo- being- <laughs> loser! Loser! <laughs> you went from being a horny motherfucker to just being a loser. Oh, you know where that's from? Fucking Daddy Daycare. Hilarious. Hilarious. Very good movie. Oh my gosh. Shout out fucking Eddie Murphy. Man. Yeah, so... I just... I wanted to bring that up because oh I found that fucking God. hysterical. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, I'm sorry to the women that had to deal with that because that's fucking... That's just creepy. But what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you think that's going to work? When has it ever worked? When is ever oh messaging a woman repeatedly until annoying her? When has that ever fucking worked for you to get some ass? But ever. like... I don't understand why he didn't stop. That's like I- forget like forget the thought process of like like cuz he might have just sent like three or four or five messages and then sent a dick pic, right? I feel like there's a good two message limit, right? That you have hit at this time. that you've hit her and she's not responding to where you got to be like, "All right. If she want to talk, she got my number." Look, I'm 25 years old. Feel I, don't me? Du- like, I don't double text. If I text you message. once, if I texted you once and it's clipped, it's clipped. It's cool. It's fine. It's just not gonna work. That's fine. But he's sending. I'm talking. I'm pers- specifically talking about somebody new. That's what I'm saying. You're not talking about somebody. I'm talking about somebody new. Somebody brand new you just met type thing. Yeah. Oh, if, okay. 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 Yo, okay, if okay, the okay, shit okay. is dry, okay. well, I gotta double text you. That's what I'm saying. I'm good, bro. The, oh, that's the only people I'm, I'm ever double, te- double texting I feel. Like in terms of like. Nah, if we are having a know? conversation, it's different. I mean, some people. I, text conversations are weird though. Because you have some people where you guys might talk for like five minutes with like a thousand messages. And then you don't speak for weeks. Right. I have people that I speak to like that. Where right. it might be she sends me four messages or five messages at once. And then. I might send like a few back and then it might be dead for a week and then we pick up. It's just how it that's is what I'm, That's, that's what I feel like. But if it's someone new, yeah. yo, if I'm texting you and we're new and it's dry and I say something and you don't respond. Oh, yes. Then it's clipped. Yeah, you why, can definitely why tell. Why am I forcing this? You can definitely tell by the uh, the drop off of words. 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, like if it's something like a like an LMAO true or some shit like that, I'll leave that. I'm good on that. Like I, there's nothing else I can say to that. 
Yeah, you're not making an effort, so I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. an example of a message that I could be like, all right, I'm cool. Yeah, I got a message today. That's facts. Yes, it is. Have a good day. What am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? Yes. Unless it's somebody that you're, like, comfortable with that you can, like, start a whole number, like, and it's You can roll off that, that's but that's saying. someone you Obviously, it's not to. somebody you're brand new with. Yeah, yes, this, this gets back to our thing, man. Pretty women do not know how to talk to people because they've never really had to. Nope. They expect it handed. It's not handed. even It's not even expecting. It's because people do it for them. Well, they're expecting because people it's, do it it's, for them. When they first got pretty, yeah. it was like the first guy was like, oh, I'm in it. Quick. And then they were like, oh, shit. Ah, you know what? That's very true. Can I do this? That's very true. They don't have to put in that effort. They don't. They really don't because they know they that never did. they're going to be the pursued. Rather than the pursuer. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. That is just, wow. How That's did what I'm saying. We really got here roundaboutly. All right. Let's close up, man. Uh, last thing I want to touch on today. I just feel like we have to touch on it. We can't let this go without anything else. We can't let this go. We got an interview coming up next with uh, a fashion designer and an upcoming brand. It'll be really exciting. The visual is going to be fire. We're going to be in a new location we've never recorded from. It's very aesthetically pleasing. We're going to be on our A game. We hope you are too. But we're going to talk about Texas reopening. Because I just feel as if this hasn't gotten, this hasn't gotten the reaction that I expected from it. Because yeah. I have my own thoughts about it. But let's just give them the facts first. So take Te- it away, Ali. Texas is, as of next week... 100% open. One double zero. Um, and despite CDC, that's the uh, Center for Disease and Control, despite their uh, warnings against a no-mask mandate, Texas has also elected to drop their mask mandate. The man responsible for this, uh, what's... What some might call a crime, <laughs> what some is uh, Governor Abbott. Yes. Um. And fun fact, Houston is the first major city in the United States to have hosted every variant of this novel coronavirus. Every. They got all of them. They got all the J's. <laughs> they got all, all the J's. They got all, all the packs. All the COVIDs. All of them. They collecting them bitches like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They got all the... No, like Pokemon. They got all the legendary monsters. They got all of them. Yup. And, um... I feel like the worst I read today was like Governor Abbott got sharp criticism from his party. You have to understand at a state level, it's you can't really like enforce anything after that. You know, like the governor is the governor. Agreed. Agreed. So, but that's I don't understand. What's the thinking there? I get the thinking. Well, I do. Yeah, with what you're about to say, continue, continue. I do agree with what you're. So, before I say anything, I'm going to say I got to say that he's a bit early, but I do actually. Not hate the move. I don't know if I support it. I'd have to look at the advanced statistics and see, you know, what the real impact would be. Because a lot of numbers wise, yes. Because a lot of counties into you know are the hospitals overwhelmed? Are a lot of counties with older people in them? Are they 
vaccinated yet. Those are the things that I would really have to look at. I saw a lot of COVID ER uh, Twitter posts today, actually. From people in Texas, yeah, so have I. No, everywhere. Oh. I yeah. mean, it's going to be packed, but this is, this is the thing. If the covid emergency rooms or let's or let's just say that let's say that the hospitals are at 75 percent or 80 percent capacity i can live with that and reopen because that gives you a little hedge you know leeway for the the up for the uptick in cases that's inevitably about to occur but cases have been declining steadily as we saw last year when the temperature warms up and People are outside. The disease does not spread as spread as strongly. <laughs> people are outside. I think no, that, seriously, that contradicts seriously. that fact. Think about but... it. Summertime, people were outside and more social than they had been since the start of the quarantine. But there were less cases because it was warm and they were outside. So, I think it was just a warm thing. I don't think the outside people being outside it doesn't and... transmit as well outside because it's not going directly. If people are inside and talking to each other, it's going to spread faster because it's in a confined space. Oh, I think, space. I'm thinking you mean outside, like, in a venue together. You're just talking about outside, like, moving around. If you're if you're outside, it spreads slower because there's more free air for it to go into. That's what I'm saying. Well, not if you're packed at, like, a concert. Well, I'm not that's what I'm talking about. We're not talking about concerts right now. Just, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. That, I'm talking you're just about talking about being outside opening... on, like, a sidewalk yes. type shit. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. why it yes. didn't spread well then. So, I had to see the thinking. But... As we said in last episode, and we'll probably say it next one too, vaccinations, people being vaccinated every day has overtaken the amount of people that are, that the amount of new cases that are popping up nationwide. So it was only a matter of time before someone fully reopened. I mean, Florida's probably what, two, three weeks away from doing nah, the same nah, thing? They're probably about a month. A month, month and a half. Okay, so one more week to my prediction. No, so, three more weeks. It might be. I think it might be closer to like a month and a half. You get what I'm saying? To be honest at, with you. Atlanta's, but yes, either Atlanta's way. Atlanta's been open the whole time, so them saying anything is foolish at this yeah. point because we they they didn't care anyway. Yeah. But I haven't heard I anything from Atlanta either. I don't hate the move. Is it safe? No, not really. But at this point, nothing's going to be safe for the reopening. And personally, if I was in Texas, I would still be masked up because the they have every variant because of their lackadaisical 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 approach to this yes you know but at the same time i don't hate the move because i was thinking to myself after march once the southern states start heating up i would have said to myself you know mid-april late maybe late april early may open that bitch up new york you're talking about in the south. Oh, in the south. Oh, okay. New York's not opening until June, bro. It's got to be warm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought you... Oh, uh, well... Yeah, you're right. And they strip Cuomo. Like, hot. They strip Cuomo of his... Uh, of his uh, COVID powers. His COVID legislate legis- legis- Legislator. Legislation. Legislative. <laughs> legislative. His legislative powers. Okay. Because of uh, his scandal. Oh, and, yeah? And his also excessive horniness. What's up? What's up? You guys get like, yo, a little bit of power. Grown men get over 40 and all of a sudden they're just hornier than ever. But yeah, so Kwamitz is uh, losing his power. Kwamitz. So that's look, man. We've been saying this for a long time. The snowball is rolling. What I'm going to tell you guys as advice is. If you haven't invested in the market, now is a downturn where you should get in. And if you don't, 
when shit is popping off in June and July and you see people talking about they getting their chicken or their stock market accounts booming, <clears throat> don't say y'all are annoying or y'all sound like Forex. Just you were warned. Take your L gracefully. Yeah. How do you feel about Texas reopening? I agree with you. I think the, I like I said, disclaimer, I need to look at the numbers to exactly figure it out. But, I mean, I do agree that it's definitely early. Like, it's still here. People might have been talking about it as much. So, you might think it's gone, but it's still here. Like, people are still getting sick. But more people are getting vaccinated every day. But, I think that you definitely have to reopen the the country. Have to, right? Have to restart this economy, right? It's got to get going again. But at the same time, this is what we did in the beginning. <laughs> you know, we thought we could wait it out. But while half, half-ass, like, y- using half-ass safety precautions. In fact, I got, a, I got a classic tweet. I got a classic tweet from this that I, that I retweeted. Go ahead. Keep talking. And I feel like that's when the... The quarantine started, right? And yes, the vaccinations are happening, so new cases are are definitely down. But, like, you give the free reign to, like, the entire population of an area, right? And knowing the, the, the political heaviness of one party in the South, you know, like, most of those mask mandates, most of those masks, you're probably not going to see anymore. And that's dangerous. Because you don't have to worry about you not wearing a mask. You have to worry about everybody else around you not wearing a mask. Yeah. Right? And that's what's going to give it to you. Right? Because people already don't care. Imagine when it's like, now it's legal to not care. You know? Now it's okay. Legal to not care. I like the way you put that. You know? So I just feel like it's like, it's a little, little... Uh, too early to do that because you want to give yourself enough room to the point where you're like all right this is where we were now we're here now we can give leeway because now we have the cushion to support like you said the hospitalizations versus the space exactly you know so i mean i, I listen it's fucking early live, but like live by the i'm not there live by, so. exactly live that's how i feel personally yeah. i think it's early but look, if you live by the sword, you got to die by the sword. Just like Ted Cruz. <laughs> right? Texas, you've already seen that your politicians say one thing, and then they do whatever it takes to stay away from the decision they made. They make decisions, they say certain things. You had that mayor in Texas. You elected him to take care of you and take care of people. A fucking, my, a fucking winter storm that up here was minor, but down there is major because you guys don't get snow strikes. You guys don't have water electricity or other things and you ask him for help or what to do and he tells you to fend for yourself survival of the fittest so you've already seen your politicians don't give a fuck about you no matter what the fuck they tell you on the ballot or on the ads so that's how they get you do with that information what you'd like to do i'm sick of wearing a mask but at the same time i'm trying to be alive and i'm not trying to be sick so, with that, I would like to bring you this tweet that I, I'm not going to say who it is from because it's from a conservative slash Republican guy that tries to just be uh, controversial. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to give him that. But I'm going to say his tweet, which is this. Last year, March 2nd, right? So, 366 days ago. Every year on average, 50,000 people die from the flu in the U.S. Yet, most people won't take the time to get a flu shot. Two people have died of coronavirus and the country's losing its mind. Chill out, people. 
as of today, over a half a million people have died from coronavirus. As of today, over a half a million. Someone responds to him, get back to me in four months, we're at the beginning. He responds, China has basically ended its outbreak already. Only 100 new cases today. This will be over by April. Wow. Could you be wronger? More wrong. Could you be wronger? Could you be more wrong than he is? And this is what I'm talking about. Guys, these people that are elected politicians. Dangerous. Dangerous. Elected politicians, elected figureheads, they are just as fucking stupid as you are. They just sound better with a mic in their hand. Dangerous. Dangerous. That goes for me, too. Ah. Okay? Yeah, but I'm never going to mislead you. Look, I'm never gonna mislead. I you. might mislead you, but the difference Ever. between me misleading you and them misleading you is no one's paying me to mislead you. I'm misleading you because I think that's the right thing. Someone's paying them to mislead oh, you, yeah. and they're doing it for the dollar, which is more fucked up. I'm just wrong. I can live with that. <laughs> they're be, they're being Facts. wrong on purpose Facts. for they're money. Feeding you wrong information for money. Just like wow. The, just gross. Just like the politicians. Gross. Oh, we're, just like Donald Trump and everyone else in the House and the Congress that moved their money around in the stock market in January. We're not sure how to approach the coronavirus. Uh, we're just going to proceed cautiously. There's no need for any for anything uh, drastic yeah. to be taken yet. Then they move all their money out the stock market right before it crashes, right? They don't give a fuck about you. Know that. Oh, well, okay. On uh, that note, fuck them. I think we're all emptied out here. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the uh, the dregs of my tank. Yeah, the uh, hump day episode brought to you by uh, Evan Sadiq and Robbie, ATT, and nobody else. So uh, we're open. Just remember that this is episode what thirty nine, if I'm not mistaken. What was it? what was uh, EA training? I don't remember. I think that was 39. I thought it was 39. I thought this was 40. Let's see. I think it was 39. Yeah. Let's see. Now that you mention it. Nope. Nope. EA training was 37. We don't discriminate unless you're masturbating at work was 38. So this is 3-9. Go watch that. Number four, Number 40 will be special. Like, rate, subscribe. I want number 50 to be special. Empty underscore the tank. Okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your night. Holla at you.